All right, here we are with the Haiku Poet Podcast. This is, who are you? Elliot. How old are you? Four. Hey, four-year-old. Who are you? Jacob. How old are you? Seven. All right, Caleb, what's your name? Caleb. How old are you? Six. All right, excellent. And I'm Josh, and I'm 38. (laughs) That's kind of funny. Two and Eve is one, and and, and, and she's three now. Today's her birthday. And mom, then is three and Eve is one. Thirty-three. Mom's thirty-three. Yeah, thirty-three. All right, excellent. So we're sitting around the campfire, and Eve one on a nice November evening. We're eating some raisins, and we wanted to read a little bit of haiku. Check this one out. Full moon. Sinking into the western horizon. Filled with snow. The sunrise in the eastern sky. Radio tower blinks. Warning. A cheap imitation of light. What do you think of that? Good. It's kind of different, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Does that, like, does that really mean to you? Like, like, I like it. I do like it. Yeah. Like the back of your hair. Mm, I don't know about that, but it was it was a moment. How about this? The fire's dying down. The lower the moon sinks, the more yellow its hue becomes. The more developed its hue becomes. Or my eyes open. Spirit receives the life. My eyes open. Spirit receives the life. Or each bird flies a distinct wing pattern. Each child talks, revealing the inner state. The car crash. Broken promises. Wow, that one's kind of heavy, huh? Did you really see a car crash? Well, I've been in a car crash. Did, did it really hurt? Yeah, you gotta drive carefully. A red man. A red car banged into it. How about this one? The rich, savory notes of wood smoke drifting across the road. Mm. The rich, savory notes of wood smoke drifting across the road. I love it when I can smell things even within a car as you're traveling 55 miles an hour down the road. So beautiful. What if there was a 100 speed limit? Wow. That would be fast. That would be major. 35 gets that fast eventually. That's true. Sure. How about this? A moon appears larger, gains more yellow depth. Drifts so low, the power line bisects the whole in perspective, if not reality. A moon appears larger, gains more yellow depth. Drifts so low, power line bisects the whole in perspective, if not reality. I still remember where I was when I saw that. Watching the moon set and a power line was just cutting straight in the middle of the moon. I thought, that deserves a poem. So, so the moon cut it. Well, the power line 
was in front of the moon. I was close to the power line, and then the moon was beyond. So it looked like the moon was being cut exactly in half by a power line. Hmm. It wasn't really being cut, but my field of vision Could made it seem. Could the moon in half? I couldn't cut the moon in half. Could you cut the but moon in God half? <laughs> You'd have to work together. Sure, with a really big saw, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it wrong? Or maybe daddy's saw. Mm. I know. Let's try this one. Jackhammer. Oh, yeah, Jackhammer. Why are you talking about... What you have no intention of stepping into. The wasted words of non-intentionality. Sometimes I just hear chatter. And I wonder, why are we even talking? And I remember when I was paddling down the Mississippi and I would go for days without getting to even have one conversation with someone. And I became so hungry just to be able to look in someone's eyes and have a good conversation. So then I wonder, why is it that we're always talking? Why don't we just rest in silence? So this poem captures that question. Why are you ta- what are you talking about? And why are you talking about what you have no intention of stepping into? The wasted words of non-intentionality. So we want our words to have purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was that making purpose? It was me pondering the lack of purpose that we can have in our words. How about this? The solitary raven greets the day from the barren tree. Stripped of bark and smaller branches. So the tree had died. The bark had fallen off. The smaller branches had fallen off. But who was sitting in its upper branches? A woodpecker. A raven. Mm. What color is a raven? Black. Black. What does it say? When mom and I lived up in Alaska, she told me that a raven can speak like 200 different types of calls. That's a lot of different tones. I don't know. It must have a really good brain. Here's another one. Snow fills the waiting osprey nest midwinter. Snow fills the waiting osprey nest midwinter. I love looking up at nests in the spring to see if I see a, a baby looking back at me. A little baby bird, maybe a baby eagle, a baby osprey. But when you're driving in midwinter, will you see a baby bird? No. Where is the sunset? The sunset has already happened. Now we're sitting around the fire. If you look in that fire pit, you'll see stored sunlight energy. Uh, It would be further to the west. It would be like in probably in the state of Montana. The sun is probably just setting in Montana right now. But here in Minnesota, Montana is quite a ways away. It would probably take 10 hours, 12 hours to drive there. Yeah. 
we won't be driving there today, even though that would be fun. Yeah. All right, I think we've got time for one more haiku. Ooh, here's a good one. Two ravens rise, circle, and return, settling into their original resting spot. Two ravens rise, circle, and return, settling into their original resting spot. One thing that I really enjoy about haiku is it's okay for someone to hear that poem and say, I could make it better. And they can just change a few words and then it becomes a new haiku. And so I can imagine someone saying, well, I don't like quite how that sounds, but maybe I would say two ravens rise, circle, and return, setting upon their original resting place or settling into their resting place. It's pretty cool. Like you like that? Okay. Here, here's one. It's just broken down. Ravens rise, circle, and return to the snowy ditch. Ravens rise, circle, and return to the snowy ditch. All right, and now to challenge ourselves. When you look at the campfire, what do you see, see in the form of a haiku? I, I see two fallen logs that have a little bit of flame, yes. but um, the other one um, has uh, two ends that are flamey. Yes. And, and I see coals that are burning, so I'm going to... Uh, Hmm. Hear this haiku. Okay. Fire on each end of the log, the other log sitting to return with flame. Nice. Cool. I like that. Jacob, well, I see stored energy from the sun in the fire. And uh, the fire is using it up and burning it and getting smaller mm -hmm. before we eat our dinner. So I'm going to make a haiku about this. Stored sunlight in my fire pit. Stored sunlight in the fire pit. The logs are useless. Well, <laughs> the logs do get used. They so. do get used, don't they? Hmm. How about this? The logs become nothing. Ooh, yeah. That kind of has this, yep. like, sense of boom. Or the logs become the air. Ooh. Wow, Caleb, the shadow of yourself upon the garage wall, the campfire diminishing. I have a great haiku about my pocket. Okay, your pocket. Let's hear it. When I stand by this, uh, when I stand by the fire pit, my 
pocket grows very hot, it almost makes a fire. <laughs> you can feel how hot my pocket is. Ooh, your pocket feels nice and toasty. <laughs> All right, Elliot, do you have a haiku for this us? This is mine. Train rumbles on the railing. Fire sparks flash on the chairs. Wow, I like it. All right, well, I think we should sign off. Can you say goodnight? Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.